What's up, guys? This is Mike coming at you with episode three of the Fly Pod. Really great episode planned today. We have a game one recap from our game on Monday night in Morton Grove, and I got some special guests here with me today, Mr. Kevin Bowers and Mike Stein. Welcome, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. It's going to be a great day. We're going to recap game one against Morning Wood, and then we're going to get to know Kevin and Mike a little bit better, and then we'll look ahead to what's going on in the world of the infield flies. You know, Kevin, I got to be honest, you, when I was thinking about guests, I was thinking that you would be the perfect person to have on as a guest, and I'm, I'm glad Mike's here too, but Kevin, I'm excited to have you. Uh, what are your thoughts about being on the fly pod today? Uh, it's exciting. I've never really done something like this before. Um, I know I have a very outgoing personality, but I don't typically do things like this, but uh, it was definitely something that piqued my interest. So, you know, it's been a couple of weeks we've been trying to schedule this, so I'm glad we could get it together. For sure. Let's jump into the game one recap from Monday night. Uh, game against Morning Wood, victory 20 to nothing. And I have down here in my notes that I feel like this is the most complete game that we played as a team. No errors, no walks, no runs allowed, and then the hitting stats. Even though in the first three innings we weren't that hot, uh, we really picked it up and it ended up being a great game. What stuck out to you guys? Yeah, I think uh, more than anything, it. You know, it was almost like resilience. Like, it took just about everybody one time through the lineup, uh, with the exception of you, of course. <laughs> uh, just about everybody, though, one time through the lineup to kind of, like, get their feet under them, maybe shake off a little bit of rust. Um, but once we kind of hit that, like, third inning, fourth inning, like, we just we hit the ground running and just took off. For sure. You know? And Morningwood is a team that I knew we could beat pretty handedly. Um, but it just took a couple innings to show that. Yeah, it says a lot to shut out a team in slow pitch softball. So. And Tom's pitching was like, I mean, first game out there, he didn't have a lot. To, I mean, he threw maybe two people in BP with, you know, very little lighting out there. I, mean, <laughs> I know we got the lights on right. at the end of it, but um, without much warm-up, I mean, he threw a gem. Yeah, when I was catching, I mean, everything looked great. I mean, he was getting first pitch strikes. But then also, if he fell behind, I mean, he, he's able to throw strikes. So I was really happy with his performance. His uh, pitching really stuck out to me. And offensively, um, you know, if I look at the stat sheet, and I printed it out here, and you can barely read it. It's like microscopic here. But, I mean, all across the board, there was production. I mean, Nick Reyes, uh, four hits. You know, I had four hits. I felt great. You know, James Merritt and Carlos McDougal, three hits apiece. Um, everybody is just producing at a high level. And that's the thing with this lineup on Monday nights and Thursday nights is I don't really think there's an easy out. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think, I think what helps is now that it's been like a few years, um, and I know I was like a late addition to the team, but I've been playing a lot. Um, and, I mean, ultimately, like we've got smart batters, and in a game where it's not necessarily difficult to hit a, a ball that's, you know, being lobbed at you, but like you got to be smart and know like where to hit it in situations and everything and and I think uh we really have a complete um lineup that uh knows like situational hitting and and knows when to rip one um and I mean we got a lot of hustle in the lineup too I I like that a lot about our team. Yeah, there's a little bit of speed mixed that in throughout. I really like what we're doing up top, you know, with you and Billy up top. Mm -hmm. We got our power in the middle, but then, you know, Kev you know, you and I was texting you about this earlier. You hitting down the lineup just speaks to the volume and the depth of our team. Oh, it's for awesome. sure. And I mean, I was thinking about the same thing, looking at our lineup for tonight's game, um, but also looking back on Monday night's win. Um, it's just, I mean, it's stacked. Um, everyone's, I mean, most of us 
are able to take that extra base. Not myself, but you know what? Sometimes I'll. <laughs> you are. I think I'll, you're I'll gonna double on. I'll okay. get creative, you're good. but uh, um, yeah, for the most part, we were able to take advantage of those mistakes or uh, uh, maybe a lack of aggressiveness defensively of another team where they're um, not getting the ball in right away or they don't throw ahead of us. We're gonna take that extra back, and I mean that all shows up. Um, and there's a, I mean, even just from last season to this year, there's been a ton of maturity and you know uh, approach at the plate. Uh, it helped a little bit facing off against that pitcher um, mm-hmm. and, the, and the pitching from that team. Um, you know, when we play picked off, when they have Kenny on the mound, it's a little tougher when he's throwing those moon balls. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if he gets behind 3-1, he's throwing you a meatball just like the other pitchers are. So, I mean, it really doesn't, doesn't matter who's pitching as long as we keep that same approach. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And, like, doing that same approach against a team like Morningwood and then against picked off or Smash Bros is going to be key for us because – you know, we have to win those games against teams like Morningwood, and I was really happy with the performance. Um, we just got to keep moving in the right direction. I think our team is – we picked right off where we – right up where we left off from last year, so I was super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was Monday night, great game one recap, 20 to nothing. So we're averaging 20 runs a game now, and we are averaging zero runs against. So let's keep it up. Uh, <laughs> it will be a, a great start for Morning Grove. Yeah. We're going to segue into the next part of the podcast, the FlyPod Now, uh, the player interview. And we've never done this before. It's only been me on the first two episodes. Um, and what I thought when creating the FlyPod is that we would have guys on just to talk softball, but also to get to know uh, each fly a little bit better. Because, you know, we see each other once a week. Um, but when we're at the game, maybe we're a little focused on what's going on in the field. But this is an opportunity to get to know uh, each fly a little bit more in depth. So Kevin and Mike, you know, we went to high school together, but we were talking before we recorded, and I don't know if we really talked to each other much in high school, uh, but we had some common friends uh, Mm -hmm. growing up in high school, and I'm glad we got connected uh, through softball. So start talking about a little bit about how your softball career got started, uh, and specifically, I want to know a lot about the Grovers today. Sure. Um, So Mike and I started, we were... The Master Batters, unfortunately. That was our team name up until this season. <laughs> I noticed the change. Uh, yeah. We have tried to go on a more professional route, considering 90% of our team is teachers, and yeah. we're in a community where everyone knows us. <laughs> uh, we changed our team name, obviously, to the Grovers, because a majority of that 16-inch team uh, is from Morton Grove. Um, yeah. um, Stein kind of... I, I would have to say that his... Besides maybe us playing for fun with some people when we were younger... It would probably be um, his dad that kind of introduced us to 16-inch softball the most because he used yeah. to play all the time in Chicago and told us stories and kind of, you know, he's always had those little tips of like he'll, he told us to start eating Jolly Ranchers before games <laughs> so that when you're spinning oh, yeah. on your hands, you get that little bit of stickiness. Oh, nice. As gross as it sounds, it's great for 16-inch yeah. or, you know, which if you're going to chew gum and try the same thing, you got to make sure it has sugar in it. It mm-hmm. can't be sugar-free gum or it's not going to, you know, and it's like those little... Like bad tips. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our our team is based around double bubbles and Jolly Ranchers, honestly. <laughs> High sugar and yeah. yeah. My uh my first time ever playing softball was sixteen inch and actually like you're supposed to be, I believe, eighteen to play. Mm-hmm. I uh I wound up still being seventeen at the time because I have a late summer birthday and a buddy of mine was playing for a team, I mean him only being eighteen, uh they were called the Thunder Bats and they needed a guy real bad. Um so I came out and played right field and kind of picked up the sport 
immediately, at least defensively. I, I made a couple catches out in right field. Um, you know, to me, it was like catching a football, so it wasn't it wasn't terribly tough. Um, batting was a different animal. That ball was real heavy. Mm-hmm. Had to Especially get used to that. Ball starting yeah, off. right. There's <laughs> a lot of ground outs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but pick that up too, and uh, and yeah. So I, I've been playing 16 inch actually longer than than 12, but you know 12 has pretty deep roots with baseball, and I've been playing baseball since I was like you know t-ball age. So um, I mean, just in general, you know, we we eventually got to that point where I wanted to form a team. We had enough of us, Kevin, myself couple other buddies and we were just you know like he said between my dad's influence and everything uh like you know what why not let's uh let's have some fun and uh one thing led to another we had a rough first year i think what was our do you know rough first three years yeah Mm -hmm. it's kind of how most softball teams go i mean i know we went winless that first season which is what you were alluding to yeah um i think we didn't get our first win until maybe the second season if not the third and it's how most softball teams go and careers start where it's a group of friends that start a team, and half the guys realize they don't love it, or you know you don't win right away, so they get fed up. Yeah. And then the guys that stick with it, they find the guys that are a little more into it. And the team gets better and better, and then you end up being a team for you know ten, fifteen years. Yeah. So what you see all the old timers out there doing that are still really good at it. Um, and I think that was something that attracted me to it too. Was we played baseball together. Um, I played when I was a kid. Never played after probably second grade, I think. I wanted to ask you guys, did you guys play at West? No, it was West. No, okay. Yeah, neither did I. You tried out freshman year or something, right? Or were No, you? no, I never even tried out. I, uh, I missed the memo. I never brought, like, mitt or, like, a, oh, yeah. or cleats or anything. I knew there was and something behind that. I was, like, super embarrassed about it. I, I played um, uh, that, like, Lincolnwood, like, pony league and everything, which was, like, junior year, senior year. Like a travel team, mm-hmm. almost a, a club team, really in the summer. Um, continued that a little bit in college, and then uh, in college I actually uh, played um, on the Illinois State club team. Oh, okay, uh, is probably the like peak of my baseball career. So nice. Going back to what you guys were talking about about starting the team, and then you know having struggles i mean that's that's the flies mo right there oh and 13 was our first season kevin you were with us for a couple of games and i came right from the hours. golf course wearing golf shorts and golf shoes one day because <laughs> steve was texting me saying hey we need somebody and i was like yeah hell yeah i'll be there mm-hmm. i didn't have anything with me but yeah go ahead Sorry. yeah no it, and it's but that's that's what makes success on the softball field so much better knowing that at one point you sucked you know right. and yeah. at one point things didn't go well and you were struggling to even feel the team you know so uh, I know the Grovers have experienced that. I saw on Tuesday night you guys won, so congratulations on your first win. Thank you. Um, that was a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's well fought. Yeah. Well fought. Yeah, so it's great to see that success after you've had some crummy years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has been your guys' most memorable season? Or you can even like think about like m- most memorable experience. You know, I think back like last year, I think my favorite experience was beating Gravediggers, coming from behind. That was one of my favorite softball moments. Um, hitting my first homer at Mellis was a, yeah. a huge deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what what sticks out on a personal level, or it could be a team level too, is the most memorable for you guys? I mean, I guess so for our Grovers team, you know, uh, I guess it would be probably four or five years ago now. We had probably our best team at that time, um, but there was a lot more of like, it was kind of a political struggle where we had some guys that came in that were there it was almost a popularity contest sometimes, um, and it became kind of 
you know, struggle. Uh, and but we ended up. Did we go ten and zero or something? I twelve mean, and zero. Twelve nice. and zero. And I mean, in sixteen inches to go undefeated, and our league was awesome. I mean, I think, and we won a couple games in a tournament a couple of years. Yeah, I I would say in terms of team, um, what what Kevin was referencing is you know we kind of had a rift with like some of the like just mentalities and and ideologies of like where they wanted to go in terms of like trying really hard and like being an undefeated team and and winning championships first just getting the guys out and, mm-hmm. and having a good time and like that camaraderie and everything and you know there's a balance there um uh people's feelings get hurt because yeah. some yeah. people just aren't good yes. enough to yeah. help a team stay but, successful but that year right. after where we lost arguably probably our, like our best player or maybe our two best players um you know we we definitely fell off we were maybe 8 and 4 7 and 5 something like that we were seated against of course his new team first round of the playoffs and we beat them in yep. the first round. Oh, of the that's awesome! Uh, I think that was besides that undefeated year. I think that was like our first like genuine, legitimate like tournament win. Um, I think we went on beat the next team too, and we made it to like the final four that year in that Sunday tournament. That was a and that was a really fun day. Mm-hmm. And we're one of those rare teams that doesn't have another tournament team that comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. These guys, they have you know twenty five guys in their roster. They bring these guys in that play in tournaments around. And that's if not just the state, but around the country. It's one, one, one of your David versus Goliath stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, that felt really good as a team. Personally, um, there was a stretch there, again in 16-inch. Um, I think I had 22 hits in a row over nice. like four games or something. I was going like five for five in like every game. Just um, locked in. I was Yeah, that was really good. And then in 12-inch, there was definitely one... Very memorable moment. It was my first home run at Mellis, but um, we had also a similar situation with our game at the Gravediggers, which was just awesome. Um, but we were down to a, a kind of a jerk team, and uh, and we had started coming back, started coming back, eating away, chipping away, and um, I think I hit it like a three-run home run um, to put us up by two. Um, but at Mellis there, you know, they've got those, uh, 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 the lights out in the outfield and I hit one of the boxes oh, nice. on, on the light. Um, it was, it was definitely a good feeling to just, you know, going over the fence and it hit that thing, made a loud clang and, um, shout out to, uh, James Merritt. So the, uh, team we were playing is called Big Dogs Gotta Eat. Oh, yeah. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kevin, yeah, they're, uh, I mean, you know. Anyways, uh, you know, came back into the dugout and uh, we high five, and he goes, "Yeah, little dogs got to eat too." Um, <laughs> nice. That was that was a good feeling, actually. That was a pretty good feeling. And that's, that's a sure. testament to just, I mean, doesn't matter how big you are. I mean, to hit the box on the light pole, the light pole is not right up against the fence, right. so it's already back there, and the box is pretty high on the thing. It's a bomb. That man. ball is going probably three sixty, three seventy. But uh, personally, I guess. Um, there's another team I play for on Wednesdays at Mellis, Agrestic, and it's just kind of a bunch of guys similar to our team here, although they never really took that next step. They're kind of happy with, you know, being in a recreational league, and they're fine going 500. They just want to get out there and have fun. Mm-hmm. Some games were, you know, world beaters, and other times we're playing down to the competition. Uh, one of my first times playing with them, or when I first, like my first season playing full-time with them, uh, believe it or not, I hit a walk-off inside the park grand slam that was a game winning run and I really thought I was going to throw up after I ran third and stepped on home I was absolutely gassed um, but it was such a wild feeling um, 
And just seeing everyone's eyes light up, I thought the throw was going to hit me in the back of the head. <laughs> I didn't even realize the ball wasn't coming yet. I was fine. But that was an awesome moment. I was going to say, a long time ago, too, there was it was a game, maybe it was a double header, header but you ended that night with 10 or 11 RBI. I, yep, I have a ball that I wrote it on there just to remember. <laughs> I had four home runs and 10 RBI in a double header. We played in a night league with a buddy of his from ISU, and it was like, you know, just a regular rec league where it's that fall where you play double headers for five weeks or whatever it is. But I was just locked in, and yeah, it was, that was a night to remember for sure. Nice. And I feel like part of the reason I love softball so much is because you can look back on all those like amazing experiences, the fond memories, but then you just know that even tonight, you know, like we're going to a game in an hour, we can create more of those memories and yeah, more yeah. of those awesome experiences. And uh, I just know that's one thing I love about all the teams I play on, you know, mm-hmm. Flies, NWO, everybody just loves softball and yeah. it's that commonality uh, that we have. It's pretty that's awesome. Point. If you could have one skill from another fly, what would it be? So is it Billy's tracking down a fly balls? Is it James Merritt's ability to crush the ball oh, to the no, opposite field? Weird. No. <laughs> or James Merritt's weirdness. What, what, what would it be? Just kidding, James. You're not weird. You're cool. Um, what do you think? Man, there's a lot to choose from. Nick is a fast guy. Mm-hmm. I was going to go the same place. <laughs> and he just flies on those bases, man. Oh, He turns... Like your doubles into home run, hey man, that's yeah. I'm jealous of him for that. Um, and shout out to Nick, by the way. I know he's been in the weight room too, like adding to his strength. So not only does he have that yeah. speed, you know, he has the strength as well. I mean, yeah. James has worked out like a son of a gun. He's stronger than hell now. He can hit a ball a country mile. He's a little bit of a knox. But uh, out of everything, if I got to pick one. Sometimes I can get a little down on myself. I'm gonna go with Carlos's positive energy. Oh, I like it. Oh my I god. I like it. <laughs> We're gonna have to edit this out. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I so being a bigger dude, I've never experienced being really fast. I mean, I've been, you know, in football, senior year, I was in the best shape of my life. Honestly, um, I was like, I was the same height I am now, six four, but I was like two fifty. Mm-hmm. I was too skinny to be an offensive lineman, honestly, but I felt great. That was probably the fastest I ever was, best shape I was in, but I was still didn't have, you know, blazing speed. Um, watching Nick run the bases, and honestly, a lot of you guys, but seriously, Nick, and uh, I'd even say Billy. Billy's pretty quick. Billy's I mean, quick he's got too. that sneaky speed, too, where mm-hmm. he's, especially yeah. fielding. I mean, he looks like he's just, like, roaming around out there, and all of a sudden, he's, he's like, like Jim Edmonds He's, like, there, 70 feet to the left. First step. Yeah. yeah. His, but, his glove is, like, humongous. He catches everything out mm-hmm. there, yeah. But I've never been able to throw hard. Mm. So I would say it'd be, it'd be between it'd probably be Eric's arm. Mm. Um, I mean, Nick's got a real he's got a cannon too. Sometimes he lets go, but Eric throwing from third to first sometimes. I mean, that ball's still rising when it gets to me, and it's you know it's at my face, and uh, that'd be pretty fun to have too. We have a cannon. Yeah. What's great about the team is that we all bring different different talents for sure. What about you? Do you have anything you would wish you? Um, I think my looks. Yeah, definitely your looks. <laughs> Um, No, if I had to steal one skill from someone, I think it would be, this is a good question. I didn't even think about what I would answer with. Let me think. I think, I think it would be Billy's a bit like his first step, like we were talking about, because that's something I've always worked on in the outfield. You know, my first step is average. I've made mistakes with my first step, but Billy, him being next to me out there in the outfield, I just have so much trust. He's always going to call me out in or out. He knows exactly where the ball's going. Um, So I think his tracking and his defense 
Um, but yeah, I would go with that. Nice. Uh, we're going to do something called flyby. Real quick, I'm going to give you an either or and first thought that comes to your mind. You're going to let us know your preference. And this ranges from softball to random things about life. First thing, day or night game? Uh, I say day. I say night game. All right, we have opposing views there. I would have to go with day. I just, I don't know what it is. I think I like getting to bed on time. That's me. Fair I, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, we play enough nights where I've gotten used to it, but uh, at Mellis, we have those tournaments on Saturdays uh, yeah. where it's all day. And I mean, sometimes it's probably just the fact that I'm playing so many games in a row, but I feel locked in, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, where, so that's probably a flawed answer, but I'm going to say with day just because. Yeah. I do love the tournaments. For sure. For the listeners out there that don't know, so Mellis usually does, or Arlington Heights Park District does a tournament probably in July, would you say? June, July? I think a I Saturday think tournament. I think it's July. Yeah. It's either late July or early August. It really depends. It's, no, it's late July for sure. Yeah. Um, I think it was July 28th last year. I know I subbed for Agrestic uh, on that day. Uh, but we'll definitely sign up for that. Um, whenever I get information about that, I'll let you all know. Uh, next on the flyby is Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, Mike got me into a show called Letterkenny, Canadian comedy, and then another one he's got me into is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, both are on Hulu. Okay. I'm writing down Letterkenny. I got to check that oh, out. Oh, it's, it's goofy. But it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. I'll check it <laughs> it's out. It's a good show. <laughs> I trust you guys. Uh, Xbox One or PS4? PS4. Same PS4. I got to go retro gaming. I didn't even put an, an option, but I just, I, I'm actually playing a game on Dreamcast right now. So, oh um, man, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's, uh, th- that's my style retro. I, I actually have an Xbox 360, so I'm, I'm a little behind the times. I actually it. was just given an Xbox one okay. by my brother-in-law. Maybe I'll bring it over for you. All right, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. Try to sway me to the Xbox one side. Yeah, right. uh, I'll play PS4, but yeah, you can just have it. All right. Sounds good. Um, would you rather hit a homer or have a fantastic web gem? I'm going to say web gem because I don't think I've ever really had one. <laughs> Whereas home runs, luckily at Malice, I can, you know, probably hit a couple every season, if not more than that. Um, but I would love to rob a homer run over a fence. Yeah, web gem. Uh, last year I was playing in like a Northbrook tournament and... Um, you could call it a fluke if you want. I won't feel bad. But I was playing second base, and a righty hit like a little like squib right off the end of the bat, and it two hopped into the outfield. Um, and to save a run, and what turned out to be later the game, um, I had a just straight perpendicular diving for it, speared it, kind of rolled over myself, and from a knee, threw the guy out at first. Man, that was one of the best plays I've ever made on think, defense. Yeah, and the thing about web gems is you remember them vividly. And I oh, think, yeah. actually, I remember a web gem that I had, and I think it was against you guys in the Lincolnwood uh, league you were talking about for sure. baseball for yeah. dr- when we were 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, and yeah. I think it was Danny Dom who hit, like, a blooper, and I was running in full speed from center field, and I dove, and it was my first web gem ever. And I look at my glove, and the ball is there. Everybody's yeah. screaming, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is what it feels like to make a web gem. So. Yeah. The, the cool part is that they're very unique and memorable. It's um, that out-of-body experience kind of. Yeah, it I, is. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty dorky when it comes to some of this stuff. And, and actually, credit to Kevin here because he showed me this website. I mean, it's just Rawlings, but the last few uh, softball mitts that I've, I've made have been like custom-made, like where I select the webbing and, and the leather and, and the colors and, and the stitching and everything. And so I kind of have that like bond with my mitt, which yeah. is as weird as it sounds. Oh, no, that's not weird. I name my gloves. He doesn't. So. I, I, I don't throw it on the ground. Uh, I mean, you guys probably know by now. I keep it in my bag, like when we're not, or when we're batting, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can always find it in my bag when I'm 
You got to treat it right, field. So the pros do. Each your own one. Let anybody touch his gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. It's a sacred thing for sure. Weird about that, but, you know. I'm interested to see what you guys are going to say to this one. Um, I know my answer for sure. Mellis or horror? Mellis. Man, Mellis has really grown on me. Um, horror has a special place in my heart still for the 16-inch. Um, but I got to admit, I really don't like the uh, walkway out in right center field oh, now. that's pretty it's, bad. It's scary yeah. out there, so I'm going to go with Mellis. Sounds good. Not me. only that, too, but just uh, also, I mean, horror is unlimited arc. Mellis, you know, it's a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say easier in terms of uh, I don't like a challenge, but it's just I feel more competitive. Whereas if you can, like, if you're a really good bags player, you might be able to throw a moon ball and just get everybody out, you know? Right. Uh, this seems like a little bit more of a fair game. I would have Keep to go with you down on these quick questions. No, no, it's all good. It, it's good to expand on them. Uh, I have to go with Mellis for sure because, you know, I live five minutes from it and uh, beautiful park. I love playing there. Uh, I'm going to skip a couple of these on our list here. Let's dr- go to Driver Fly. And this is uh, Travel. Drive. Oh, I yeah. was going to say, I always hit my driver. Uh, <laughs> big golf junkie. Um, I would say Drive 2. Uh, bad knees. Flight, flights suck. Planes are too small. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not my fault. It's their fault. That's right. <laughs> uh, this should be a good debatable one. Uh, given our previous conversation, 12 inch or 16 inch? 12 inch. Both. Can't decide. Never have been able to. Nice. 16. It's literally the night I'm playing. I like 12 inch more. On the night I'm playing 12 inch, I like 16 inch more the day or night I'm playing 16 inch. I, yeah, I guess I could walk mine back a little bit. 16 Tuesdays with the guys is really fun. It's that you know, it's that same group of guys. We got that camaraderie. We got all our stupid jokes. Um, but I'm sick of spraining my fingers or <laughs> oh, yeah. at first, but sometimes I just need to take a break from first. So, um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I have to go 12 inch as mm-hmm. I posted on the Facebook earlier, I retired mm-hmm. from 16 inch ever since I broke my finger. It's just not for me. Yeah. Um, that was flyby. Let's take a look ahead guys at what's coming up for the flies. It is currently eight 20 on Thursday, the ninth. That's when we're recording this. So our game is actually in an hour and 25 minutes, if I can do math correctly. Uh, so we have our Thursday night team playing Afternoon Delight in about an hour 20. Uh, and then our next Monday night game is against the Enforcers, which we Kevin Stein and I talked about. It. We don't know much about them. And that's at 7.30. Any thoughts on the upcoming games? How are you guys feeling about tonight? This is actually new for me. I, uh, I almost never played uh, Thursdays uh, anywhere. So I don't know really any of these teams. Um, but that's just exciting for me. You know, like new challengers, new uh, new opponents, new people to hate. Right. You know, <laughs> not really, but... New people to get, yeah. yeah not, your new rivalries, I suppose. Yeah. You know? That's a good way of looking at it. I yeah. think I've seen this team before in leagues and at Mellis. I've been playing there enough. Um, I, I still don't know if their name has to do with uh, recreational use of something or something else in the afternoon. I'm um, hoping they're high and they're just, you know, slower reactions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely excited to see how this league goes. Yeah. Uh, and next Monday, I think um, it'll be a little bit more competitive just based on what they did to the team that they faced last week, the, uh, the enforcers, that is. Yeah. yeah. I think the score was 21-8, if I'm not mis- mistaken. So enforcers won that game. Enforcers is also 1-0. So I agree with you, Kevin. I think it's going to be a little bit more competitive. Yeah. Um, 
All right, guys. Well, that was episode three of the Fly Pod. Let's recap what we talked about. We had a game one recap of our victory over Morningwood on uh, Monday. We had a great player interview with both Mike Stein and Kevin Balweers. Uh, we discussed what's going to happen next for the Flies, including tonight's game and Monday's game. Future episodes, we'll be recapping some of our Mellis action. And I have confirmed that Mr. James Merritt will be joining us. Looking forward to seeing him either on episode four or five. Kevin, Mike, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Any last words for the FlyPod Nation out there? I would say just keep keep up the good fight. You know, life's a garden, dig it. <laughs> it's a game. Games are meant to be fun. Let's have some fun. For sure. Yeah, I think that's something I appreciate about this team is as competitive as we are, it's also lighthearted enough where you make a mistake, you got someone that's going to pick you up. Yeah. Uh, definitely kept me around. For sure. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, let me know what you think of the fly pod on the Facebook page and go flies. I work the pen to make the ink transform on any particular surface the pen lands on. I care if it's hands on. Bust the beef, the coolie high code cheese, high post technique. I drape off poetic landscapes and shapes. Illustrate the paper space off the pens that paint. Then design what happened National Geographic, the magic with tailor made status and plus flavor that's automatic. Uh.